It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The Saturday Session Cricket Update. Thanks to Razine for expert paint and colour advice. You are with the Saturday session. It is time now for, well, one of my favourite segments. It's a fine show because I get to talk one of my um, favourite sports with a brilliant cricketing mind as far as I'm concerned. See, we can be nice to each other, Grant. It is time for Swinging Both Ways in association with our dear friends at Resine Quality Paint and Colours. Uh, perfect for your summer projects. I, I can tell you've been away because you're trying to touch the screen and try and fix <laughs> Your mic's on. That line only goes up when you start talking. Daniel, <laughs> it's so good to see you. You look in great spirits. Um, I'm sure that you've been dominating the airwaves with sport. Oh, no, we've missed you, mate. And the audience would agree with that. Yeah, and... They just uh, don't engage with me. They don't like me as much as they like you. Yeah, there'll be less phone calls, I'm sure. Yeah. But you know what? Everton's actually doing all right. I know this isn't the segment for it, but Everton is doing all right, my friend. I know. Aren't they just? Minus 10 points. I looked at that. I added 10 points, and I thought, oh, you know what? We'd be mid-table. You'd be Where we always are. Yeah, yeah. Head of Chelsea. Exactly. It's incredible. Uh, No, Sean Dyche has got them humming along nicely, mate. So I I know you're a little bit grumpy three or four weeks ago when that points deduction came down, and you thought you might be in a relegation fight. Don't, mate. You guys are too good. Couldn't believe it. Could not believe it. Could you believe the last day of that cricket test, the second one between New Zealand and Bangladesh? We spoke to you live uh, over there. Uh, the game was really hanging in the balance, wasn't it? You seemed quite confident and bullish on New Zealand's chances, not only for that test, but also for the, the summer back here, much to the angst of a few text messages. There's, gee, there's some angry New Zealand cricket fans out there wanting blood. Why? Why are they angry? Wow. They, they, they want change. But, I mean, I've... They want change. They want people dropped because they're old. Listen, I've been, I've been to Bangladesh and I played nine one days there and we've won one. And I was, I was chatting to Kane Williamson at the end of the test. I said, what do you reckon, Kane? And he said, I actually don't know how to bat on that pitch. What? Kane like, Williamson said that? Well, I mean, you know, you look at that Bangladesh pitch and it was, I mean, it was a shocker. It was a Bunsen burner. And the groundsman, well, he was the funniest, the curator. No one was allowed to touch it or walk on it. And then the drone came down and grass just blew all over the place. And he was like, get the drone up, get the drone up. And then... Um, so those were the grass clippings try- apparently yeah. rolled into it. And then he just like walked over the pitch and his trainers just looking at everyone. So he was the king of, king of oh, the pitch. No. But that, that, I mean, trying to play spin in those conditions, Daniel, so difficult when the ball's turning away from you. Uh, I mean, you saw it. You have to be able to sweep, reverse sweep and actually come down the wicket. Every time you play a shot... You're actually taking an element of risk, whereas test cricket should be, you're not taking any risk. You know, you try and eliminate risk, whereas on that pitch, you're trying to take on risk every ball, really, because the reality is every ball's got your number on it. I I, want to get back to this and not highlight it, but I I think, you know, from my correspondence with fans out there, Grant, I I think they were quite miffed at the first test loss to Bangladesh. Bangladesh, I was so impressed how consistent they were throughout the whole test. You've seen them. They often have sessions 
where they lose test matches, right? Yeah. But they just outplayed us. And I think you said that last week on the program as well. So it can happen. England's lost a test in Bangladesh. Australia's lost a test in Bangladesh. It was all about how they were going to respond New Zealand. I, I, I felt, And I was nervous this time last week. But how do you put into context what you saw in the last day that got them over the line? Well, I mean, it's just character. I mean, you know, speaking to the coach, Luke Ronke, I said to him, I said, you know, gee, it must be tough because the boys are, have been away for four months, some of them, and you've got one foot on the plane. So you, you're thinking, oh, I just can't wait to get home, you know, see the family and all of that. And um, to show the character that Glenn Phillips and, um, you know, Satner did at the end there uh, was incredible. And that, that's what it comes down to. It comes to an environment that they're creating where people are showing character and they're showing a bit of bottle on, in tough conditions and mentally in a, a tough space as well. What did Phillips make in the second knock? I just can't remember off the top of my head. It was 87 in the first. Like, you combine those two. Yeah. That's uh, it. Well, that 87 is what, equivalent to 150? Oh, uh, I mean, that 87 in the first dig was, uh, was incredible. But he was the perfect player. He just got 40 not out in the second oh, just. dig. Um, but that, that 87 that he scored, because he was aggressive, so he took, he took elements of risk in the game. Like if they bowled up, he went bang, six out of the park. And that's exactly what you needed to do. You needed to take on the bowling and be aggressive, put the bowler on the back foot in a pitch that suited them 100%. Yeah, amazing. So how do you reflect on the tour? Um, happy to be back? Yeah, I'm happy to be back. Yeah, yeah. As I said, the room starts out being 10 by 10 and ends up being one by one. Um, all I it was chicken. I just had chicken makani every day at the one hotel that I was at. Um, and uh, I, I think, you know, reflecting on, it was great to, great to be there for the Test Series. Select was a beautiful place um, in terms of Bangladesh, like quite, you know, green and there were tea gardens around. Um, but I think New Zealand, you know, the first Test Bangladesh played well. They outplayed they us. And the reason why they outplayed us is because their bowlers are just so consistent, and we realized that. So it was a great selection bringing Satner in, not only for his batting, but also for his bowling, the consistency that he showed with his bowling. Um, So I think all in all, successful test for New Zealand in that they made changes, brave changes. And um, I also think that AJ's Patel probably didn't get enough, um, you know, plaudits after the second test. First test, I don't think he bowled very well. He got wickets. Second test, he actually bowled really well he in was, the second innings. You know, that old, you know, and something why you've just marveled at them for their consistency. Yeah. Uh, and India are amazing at that. They, yeah. just, they just hit a line, hit a length, hit a line, hit a length, and make it so difficult. Yeah. Yes. And AJ's better looked a lot more like that. It's amazing when you bowl overs repeatedly yeah. at the test game. But how difficult is it for our spinners, though, right? Is that. You know, they come here, they don't play, and then they go to the subcontinent and they get given the ball saying, get some wickets for us. You know, AJ Patel is coming up four years since he last bowled a test ball in New Zealand. Wow. He's never taken a test wicket in New yeah. Zealand. We need to try He's and... got 60-odd test wickets. I guess we need to try and find um, a spinner that we'll put in the, in the 12 or in the 11. And I think it might be Ratchin Ravindra. Like, maybe, maybe he you know, plays middle order, I don't know. It has been Michael Bracewell. But it's probably more of a batter that bowls rather than a bowler that bats. That, that seems their way of thinking and it has been for a long yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it's... You know, t- Santner to, to Bracewell, 
Crikey, could even be Phillips. Mm. He was handy with the ball. Well, you're right, and Ravindra, you're right. The, hey, if Ravindra comes into the top order, say the top four, oh, let's I say... I don't know if he can come into the top four. You don't think? What, like Henry Nichols stays at four? Um, no, Daryl Mitchell's at four. I'd say Henry Nichols is at five. Right. Yeah. Okay, top five. Where would he come in? Would yeah. he be an opener and would Conway drop down, theoretically? Uh, no, I think he can bat anywhere, really. But he has, not yeah. Not a big deal there? It doesn't really matter for four days. Um, but you could, you know, you could mix and match it. I like consistency, you know that. But, I mean, you know, a lot of people were talking about Henry Nichols. And what I'll say to that is he scored a double ton two tests ago. So the selection policy of it, unless they go horses for courses and they say, oh, okay, it's spin deck. We need a batter who's probably more proficient against spin, potentially. Then you make that change, which is a tough precedent to set. Oh, it would have been really difficult to drop a guy after scoring double hundred in his last test, but the guy doesn't score runs away from home and has, well, at a rate nowhere near what he does at home. Yeah. So I think they've got a fascinating decision mm. to make for the next test here. Mm. Uh, before that, we've got a one day series against uh, Bangladesh. Uh, lots of tired bodies, recovering bodies, lots of players unavailable as they get back from full health. Others just need breaks. Like, Devin Conway looked a little bit cooked, didn't he? He looks like he, he, he could do with a break. He looks... I think him and Tom Latham looked like they needed a break. Um, they, looked, they looked a little bit tired. Um, but, you know, the, the guys got through. The, that's the character of this team, is maybe when someone doesn't step up, someone else does. Sign of a really good team. And um, players that, that can win test matches. I mean, Glenn Phillips was an inspired selection as well. Just purely because he bowls his offspin and he bowled so well, like oh, probably similar to Michael Bracewell, started calling him, you know, a bits and pieces at the start. And then by the end of it, it's like, okay, I had a chat with him in the middle. He's, I was like, now nah, you're an all-rounder, four for an, an 80. So, uh, you know, that was an inspired selection and he's developed even further as a player. So another great option. Who are you looking forward to seeing in this Black Caps side? Um, I'm sure a lot of people out there are fascinated to see what Will O'Rourke looks like. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about him being sort of next Jameson uh, or Jamison. Um, I haven't seen much of him. I saw him play one game for Canterbury in the um, in the Super Smash. Tall. Yeah, tall and, you know, bounce, got good pace. Um, Addy Ashok, someone that is only games two and three, but he's someone that I think when we look at the future of spin in New Zealand, he's exciting and he's quite consistent as a leg spinner. Doesn't bowl many bad ones. Uh, a huge opportunity for Finn Allen and Mark Chapman to stay, stay claim again. And Josh Clarkson, well, there's been a lot of talk about him um, and, you know, his inclusion. I think that he's someone that's performed really well on the domestic circuit. He hits a long ball. He's aggressive. The question is, can he do it on the international stage? So Bangladesh is probably the, the best opposition to try and do that. You're not going to get someone, only Mustafiz, but I don't know what sort of pace he bowls now. So you don't get that high 140s, and you don't get mystery spin. So I think that this will be a great introduction for him. Um, I'm surprised to see Carl Jamison there. I know that he was a little bit injured, but obviously really exciting to see how he goes. And of course, Rachan Ravindra, everyone wants to see him and how, how he's going to... Um, you know, try and dominate things. Uh, what a shocking turn of events in Australia, the first day of the uh, test summer. They win, toss, they bat, and they bat a team out of a series uh, within 90 overs, it does seem. And how predictable was it? David Warner fronting after all the critics. Something, something um, such, so headline-grabbing about that guy in his career. It's uh, been, been extraordinary. Um, I'm sure you don't want to talk about that too much, but... 
What about their cricketing year, Grant? This is our last show of the year. We've only got a couple of minutes to go before we wrap this segment up. How will you reflect upon the year in 2023 from a cricketing perspective with New Zealand? I think it's just another solid year from New Zealand. But what I would say about the New Zealand uh, team and the Black Caps going forward is what's the future going to look like? There's a lot of guys there that are sort of, you know, on the brink. And that's why, you know, someone like Will O'Rourke, I think a lot of eyes will go towards the future. Um, people like Rachin Ravindra. And they want to have hope. They want to know that the future is going to be as strong as it's been in the last 10 years for New Zealand. And I think it does look like that. I think, you know, you are a product of your environment. And when you're in that Black Caps environment, you get better and better and better. And um, it's just about putting the right people in there. So the scouting, the selections, having a plan on players is going to be so important uh, going forward. Someone like Will O'Rourke, um, you know, just as a, a name that I'm saying now, and even maybe a Josh Clarkson or whatever. Um, are, how are they going to wrap a strategy around them to make sure that they are going to be the future of New Zealand? And they need to identify these players now so that they can wrap the support around them so that we can be in that dominant position. Um, because I think it's been another successful year. It really has been. Yeah, it's... It started with a test series that went out of the wire in Pakistan, then a one-day series went in Pakistan, then we came back and England went full throttle at our, uh, at our test side, and I think we're thinking the worst, that you know, the bowling is completely obliterated, then they bounce back, win a test match by one run at the Basin Reserve, then there was the, the gripping conclusion against Sri Lanka, and the one-day World Cup. And it has been quite an eventful year, but I think you're right, it is... We're all aware of the ages of these players, and we're all aware, um, you know, the good times count. You know, father time is undefeated, Grant. Um, and an eye for the future is really important. Um, and I, I guess in some ways it kind of starts tomorrow. Great, Grant, rather, it's been a treat having you, my friend, and spending time with you week in, week out. Absolutely love it. Who knows when we'll catch up again uh, in this wonderful studio because, you know, live sport takes over. Uh, anything you'd like to say to the Saturday session? Listeners, oh, this is the last little voice break we'll hear from you this year. Listen, support Everton. Uh, <laughs> that, that would be the one thing I'd say. Um, and no, I think the listeners have been great. Everyone that's phoned in um, has been outstanding to support SENZ on this journey of, of sport um, on radio, on the airwaves, in the app. Um, I think it's about spreading the word of, of SENZ because there's some wonderful people that are involved in it and people that are passionate about sport and want to make a difference. So let's get behind our teams as well. I've, I've heard a lot of negative comments. I want, I want fans to just enjoy their team and love their team rather than, you know, poke holes at it. Let's, uh, let's really get behind them. And I think uh, and it, it, people will hate me saying this, but I think the fans that supported the Springboks in the Rugby World Cup is kind of the standard. They went into that tournament and they were colourful, they were positive, they were really behind their team and they were proud. Let's be proud of the teams we have because uh, I think we should do. You know, we've got some amazing athletes and watching those athletes um, in both, the, both semifinals this year made me just so proud to be a New Zealander. Grant Elliott, who I caught up with a little bit uh, earlier for our final uh, Talking Cricket segment with uh, Razine swinging both ways, as we lovingly call it. Here on the program, uh, thanks for his time throughout the year uh, to you and your family. Have a great Christmas, Grant. Um, time to paint? Well, get some resin in you.
quality get a quality finish with resine paints decorating Kiwi homes since 1946. Um, news in that uh, New Zealand One Day squad, uh, Ben Sears called up, Cole Jameson, a uh, precautionary sort of take. He is uh, under a bit of an injury cloud, so they're going to be prudent with him. Uh, the squad, the full squad, will be captained by uh, Tom Latham. Uh, Eddie Ashok, the young leg spinner, uh, is in the squad for games two and three. Uh, the remainder of the squad... Finn Allen, Tom Blundell, Mark Chapman, Josh Clarkson comes in for a potential one-day international debut. Um, Otago's always well-performing. Jacob Duffy in there, Kyle Jamieson, uh, Adam Milne, Henry Nichols, Will O'Rourke, the Cantab fast bowler, the tall fast bowler, in line for his debut as well. Or Ruchin Ravindra. Ishodi will uh, play in game number one, and Will Young also in the squad. Uh, the series starts tomorrow... University of Otago, Oval in Dunedin. Full commentary right here on SENZ. Myself, Garth Galloway, Chris Harris, and Jeremy Coney, maybe Grant Elliott, who knows, um, will join me in uh, studio for, though, uh, for ball-by-ball coverage of that game. Then it is on to uh, Saxon Oval in Nelson, isn't it? Uh, on what, 20th, I think, and then uh, McLean Park in Napier for the final game of the series. We'll have full coverage of all of those matches right here on SENZ. As far as some other international uh, results going on in the men's test match between Australia and Pakistan in Perth, uh, Pakistan fighting hard with the bat after Australia posted 487. All out, David Warner, of course, 164, 211 balls, trying to shush, shush his um, critics after he reached triple figures. Celebrated wildly as he always does. I'm sure people's minds collectively lost those who hate celebration. I've been talking about it on Smithy's show, um, Finn, the, the celebration police. We need, we, we need to have a conversation about the celebration police. Really? Like, we don't want people to have fun and show emotion and celebrate. It, it seems some don't. David Warner will, will not listen to his critics. He will not slow down on that front. Uh, Mitchell Marsh made 90. Uh, the uh, Omar Jamal on debut took 6 for 111 off 20.2 overs. He was the pick of the bowlers as he wrapped up uh, the tail uh, in quite some impression, uh, impressive fashion. Pakistan, Pakistan made a really positive start to their uh, uh, effort with the bat. They put on 74 for the first wicket before Abdullah Shafiq was caught Warner, bowled Lyon for 42. And Shah Masood came out, came out played really positively. I was going to run a ball for his first, what, 28, 29 runs, and then would have got bogged down for a couple of overs and then uh, tried a big drive of Mitchell Stark. Uh, feathered an edge. Wasn't given out. I think Australia reviewed that one from memory and he was uh, gone for 30. Imam Al-Hark is still there. He's 38. The obdurate left-hander of 136 balls while uh, Kuram Shazad is on seven. Australia at uh, stumps. Only two wickets has uh, been taken by Mitchell Stark. Has one for 24 in line, one for 40. Pakistan will resume. 132 for two, still trailing by 355 runs. In the women's test match being played uh, in India, the only test, stumps on day number two. Talk about dominance. The uh, Indian women's side, who posted over 400 on day one and 97 overs, uh, added a few more, lost three wickets, all out for 428. Uh, the top scorer there was um, Shubha, who made 69. There were 60s also to uh, Jemima Rodriguez. Um, Yastika Bhatia made 66 and Dipti Sharma made 67. It was Dipti Sharma's day though because she came out and torched the English uh, batting lineup 
uh, with her off breaks. She ended up with figures, Finn, get this, 5.3 overs, four maidens, five for seven. As England were bowled out for 136 inside 36 overs, uh, Nat Shiva Brunt, who's just a brilliant player, top scoring there, 59 off 70. Pretty disappointing effort with the bat for England. Uh, India, in their second innings, uh, got through to 186 for the loss of six. Hamantri uh, Kur, the long-time skipper, 44 not out. And the overall lead is up to oh, just 478 runs. Just 478 runs. India in an utterly dominant position. Uh, there. Four for 68 for Charlie Dean, the pick of the bowlers for the women. So that is a look at the uh, international test matches going on in both men's and women's. As far as the domestic scene, Tuesday, it's a big day. It's, uh, the Super Smash rips into action. Our domestic uh, T20 competition starts with the Auckland Aces and the Canterbury Kings are meeting at uh, Kennard's High Community Oval on Tuesday at 12.30. After that will be the Auckland Hearts taking on the uh, Canterbury Magicians uh, at 4.30. So a double header on Tuesday. Then you've got a double header on Thursday, Friday, Sunday. They come thick and fast. Uh, we look forward to uh, following uh, that competition as uh, well uh, throughout the summer. And of course, I think we'll provide uh, commentary about the finals uh, for that one, um, which are, he hurriedly scrolls down, the competition will uh, go on through Christmas into the new year throughout January. And the finals, uh, I think, scheduled for the last weekend of January in our Super Smash competition. There you have it. Uh, that was uh, Swinging Both Ways with Rosine. Time to paint. Get a quality finish with Rosine Paints, decorating Kiwi homes since 1946. 25 minutes away from 12 o'clock, back after the break.